Come ye thankful people, come, raise the song of harvest home. All is safely gathered in, ere the winter storms begin. From Henry Alford, 1844. Hello everyone, I'm Rob McCall and this is the Awanajo Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for November 29th to December 6, 2019, first quarter of the cold moon. And here are some natural events. Now that Thanksgiving is accomplished, we're preparing for year-end holidays and for winter. We button up the house, we put some extra covers on the bed, we haul out our old cold weather gear for when the winds begin to bite. And we do this because we know from experience what's ahead. Other creatures are snugging up their houses and putting on their winter coats too. The deer have added a heavy gray pelt over their lighter red coats. Black bears right now are adding a layer of insulating fat and an extra layer to their fur coats before they go down for their long winter's nap. Both the weasel and the varying hare shed their earth brown summer coats and put on white for winter. Every creature in its own way is preparing for the season ahead. The question of whether these all really know what is coming or whether this is inborn instinct or whether it really matters, we'll have to leave for another day. Here's a mountain report. Winter climbers of Awanaja will know that there are some days when the only other living creature on the mountain is red squirrel, Miku in Passamaquoddy. You see, Miku owns the mountain, or at least he thinks he does. He will scold you stridently for walking on his trails without his permission. He prepares for winter by growing a longer, thicker coat, complete with ear tufts to keep his ears warm, and by stuffing a hollow tree with dry leaves and moss for insulation where he can stay warm. Miku does not hibernate, but he sleeps late in winter. One cold morning on the height, I was amusing myself by striking the stubs of dead limbs on an old spruce with my walking stick to hear the different notes they made. Pretty soon, I heard a scratching and scrambling and chattering on the inside of that hollow tree, and angry Miku popped his head out of a hole above and gave me a first-class gold-plated chewing out for waking him too early with my foolishness. Here's a saltwater report. The haunting call of the loon across the water is so well known that it has become the proverbial call of the wild for the North Woods. And equally familiar is the summer garb of this huge diver, black and white speckled back, striped white collar on a deep black background, but around September, our loons begin to lose their iconic markings and soon are dressed in a motley gray above and a light gray to white on breast and belly. This is the winter plumage of our great northern diver, 
It's not nearly so charismatic, but much more practical when courting season is over. So if you're wondering where Quimu has gone, she might still be out there, just looking a little different. Here's a rank opinion. When I was a lad, I belonged to the Boy Scouts. As a small-town, outdoor-type kid trapped in suburbia, the Scouts really saved my life, teaching us woodcraft, first aid, how to handle firearms, and what are called today survival skills for emergencies. The Scouts' first rule was be prepared. Well, 60 years have passed since then, and now it seems the whole world is preparing for emergencies in one way or another, whether it's rising sea levels, wildfires, a global crash, or an asteroid strike, to name just some of our current obsessions. So it might be worth noting here one more thing animals do to prepare for winter. They gather together. Deer may run in twos and threes in summer, but they overwinter in herds. Eiders gather in rafts of hundreds, chatting and calling out to each other in the cold. Crows, ravens, and blue jays forage in family groups. Survival for many species, including our ancestors, has always meant not holing up in your bunker or burrow alone, but joining with others to face the gloom together. And isn't that what this holiday season is all about? And finally, a couple of seed pods to carry around with you. The first one from Mary Todd Lincoln, 1818-1882. Clouds and darkness surround us, yet heaven is just, and the day of triumph will surely come when justice and truth will be vindicated. And from Geronimo, the Apache leader, 1829 to 1909. The sun, the darkness, the winds are all listening to what we have to say. That's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself.